Welcome back to Memories, the podcast about the two missing Shane children. This story takes place in a small town called Fox Creek. It's about two missing children who disappear and just seem to be forgotten. There was a small gathering of people who looked for them. And then when it was over, the town just forgot them. Welcome back to today's episode. Today we're going to learn more about Buster Flag and his mom and dad and his life in Fox Creek. My mother wasn't always home during my childhood. There were lots of weeks when she just disappeared from our life. I'd grown used to it. I didn't understand it, but I did accept it. My father said that she was visiting my grandparents. What grandparents? The ones I'd never met? One morning, my mother would be up asking me, Buster, what would you like for breakfast? Do you want some pancakes? She was smiling, telling me jokes, and the next day, She was gone. There was no rhyme or reason to it. There was no usual to it. I can only describe it as one day the light switch was on and the next it was off. I'd never even met my mother's parents, even though I knew my mother had been born and raised right here in Fox Creek. I think I saw them. I often saw a lady with dark hair, dark brown hair watching me. Always from across the street. I only ever saw her with a man once. His face full of whiskers. That time, she waved at me but I can't be sure who they are. I was only little then. My mother had nothing to do with her parents, and I don't know why. Sometimes I heard whispers about them, and that was usually followed by my own mom's disappearance from home. One time I went looking and I found a pitcher buried deep in the bottom of her cedar hope chest that was in the inner room at the bottom of her bed. And the lady in that pitcher, the one from across the street, they looked the same. My mother had terrible crying fits. Sometimes those crying fits were followed by rages and broken things and 
And then after those times, my mother would be gone. When you grow up that way, it takes away the feeling of being certain about anything. I seldom brought my friends home. I couldn't take the chance. When I was little, I brought a friend home one time and I found my dad sitting at the table with his head bleeding, darning his socks. My friend Frida stopped, turned, said she had to go and ran and she never came back to my house. Like I said, I couldn't take the chance on my friends seeing that kind of stuff. I asked my father what had happened to his head and he calmly told me that my mother had hit him with an ashtray. My mother was gone for two months that time. She would just arrive back home though, calm, docile, and we'd go back on with life. Only one time did that lady with the brown hair come up to me. She gave me a present wrapped in brown paper. She asked me to not tell my mom. I didn't tell, but my mom found out and found that toy, and I never saw it again. My mother never asked me where I got it from. Sometimes, though, I dreamt that there was a mountain of toys waiting for me at that lady's house. To say it was scary at times would somehow imply that I even understood what was going on. My mother's uncontrollable anger was terrifying. It was also confusing and frightening, and it was sad. But I only knew that she was my mom, and that's the way it was. When my mom wasn't crazy, she was the life of the party. My mother ran a social group for women, only the very best women of town. She called it the Smile Club. When everybody else around us was having a hard time and nobody had jobs and lots of people were hungry, My mom ran a social club for women. My mom ran a social club for women who my mom wanted in the the group. Newcomers were always welcome, she said, but only if she approved of you. My father never stayed home during those social gatherings. He called it the Hen Cackling Club. He went off in his car and he didn't come home till late at night. My mother was a woman of high class. She wore white gloves both in the day and in the evening. And the social parties she had were always dress up affairs. My mother's closet held hundreds of dresses, 
floral prints, polka dotted prints, solid colors, red, blue, yellow dresses. My mother had shoes and handbags to match every outfit she ever wore. My mother had earrings and bracelets and necklaces all over the house, left on every shelf and cupboard. When my mother was entertaining her ladies, everything was perfect. One time when I was spying, I saw the social club ladies consume tobacco. They were all downstairs laughing and smoking and drunk. It made my father angry at times, but he never put a stop to it. Everything was always perfect on those days. My mother made sure. She made sure the china, the finger sandwiches, the furnishings were all perfect. The ladies of Fox Creek loved my mother. But when my mother didn't love you, it was dangerous. All the ladies of Fox Creek wanted to be in the Smile Club. My mother had grown up in a very religious home. She didn't like weakness, especially in children, but especially in me. After one of her fits of rage, when things were broken all over the place, my mother suddenly calm asked me why I was crying. But I was only a little, I just kept bawling. My father calmly took me to my room and explained to me that my mother was an unhappy housewife sometimes. My father explained that she was fragile, sensitive, and then he told me to stay put. That night was a crying time for my mother, but she was only gone for two weeks that time. And when she came home, she took what she called mother's little helper with her morning coffee. My mother's energy level was up. She wanted to play with me again. She was kind to me. She played toy soldiers and it was fun. It was a good time. Mother was in a good mood, but her eyes looked funny, plank. She would stare at nothing after she came home that time, but things were a lot calmer. But my mother's eyes were empty. I thought everything was normal. Everyone lived this way. Little did I know what would happen because of my mother's mental illness.